Indian Warriors. Hits and Racers and Rental Cars Podcast with your hosts, Top Fuel Cam, Cameron Foray, and his co-host, Mr. Top Sportsman, Don O'Neill. Keep on till they can Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Racers and Rental Cars Podcast, where we talk everything motorsports marketing related, the ins and the outs, the do's and the don'ts, the turning lefts, going straights, the rumors and the gossips. We are here to entertain you in the world of motorsports. So Cameron Frey and I greatly appreciate it. Thank you for rating, review, subscribe, telling 10 of your closest friends, and let's get into this week's episode. What's up, West Coast Cam? Hello, Don. How's it going? Happy Thursday. Dude, how about we call this just happy Halloween weekend? We're calling this a streak because guess what? It's two weeks in a row. We have recorded a podcast. Watch out. It may snow this weekend somewhere in the United States, and I just hope it's not on Jeff Foster and you guys in Vegas. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. <laughs> it's actually supposed to be like 75 so I th- or like 80, so I think we're good. We went from like a huge storm to a, a now heat wave. So, yeah, there you go. But there no, you go. it's a happy Halloween sweep too because I get to go racing again. So, yeah, oh, buddy. lucky there, lucky there. Yep. Well, I don't want to be. I, I mean, I don't want to be like, like put out, right? I mean, I feel a little, a little, um, like Heisman Trophy award right now. I feel like you're giving me like the stiff arm, and you got the ball. You got your helmet over here on, and you're going to the racetrack. You're running top fuel this weekend. A's getting ready to, to wheel a super comp car. Um, I mean, h- heck, you're probably going to have Jet doing freaking uh, freestyle tricks in the pits, uh, working on We're his We're talking about media. that in a minute, but keep going. There we go. There we go. And so, uh, but I don't want to get foreshadowed and left out right now, right? Because I'm in the Midwest and, and it's the end of October. I'm not going to lie. I turned the heat on this week. And it really, really bothered me to turn the heat on. Uh, I left the thermostat off and woke up one morning and it was 62 degrees inside the house. And I said, well, you know, I don't have it that cold when it's the summertime. So we dang sure ain't going to be that cold in the wintertime. Yeah. So uh, (laughs) Angie actually kicked the heater on the other night because it actually gets pretty cold around here at night. But then like today, it's literally 88 degrees outside. So the air conditioner is now on. So it went from the heater on this morning to the air conditioner on now. So ask me how my electric bill is going and my gas bill. And what? <laughs> I was going to say, and your gas bill. Well, I, I can promise you this right now. I am in full fledged. It is late fall. It's crisp outside. We've had, you know, we've got the whole leaves turning and high school football, college football, all that stuff's going on. But guess what? We're going to talk about racing for the next hour. We appreciate everybody tuning in. We appreciate the fact of you telling your friends as our numbers for our first week back were off the charts. Thank you so much. We greatly appreciate that. And uh, I do want to give a huge thank you to Owen Motorsports. for You read my mind. You read my mind. For the badass care package since we're not sponsored by a beer company he said that we needed some beer to drink for the show so he sent us some of alaska's finest from alaskan brewing house or alaska brewing house so that was really cool there's all kind of i can't wait to get him going there actually in the motorhome ready to go to vegas so thank you very much to owen motorsports and uh i think they're racing this weekend too so um let's go turn on some wind lights for them too Absolutely. Yes. No, thank you very much to those guys. It was uh, enjoyable to come home, see that box sitting there and uh, start sliding all those nice varieties of beer from Alaska Brew Company. You better watch it, though. Don, Don's going to be hammered after one drink of one of them IPAs and he'll be. He'll That's be yeah. down. Dude, I'm very nervous. You know, and again, I don't mind. I'll, dude, I we should get together this. and keep them. We should get together and do a beer test, go one for one and see who gets more drunk. Dude, I, after one IPA, I'll be over. I'll be looking for the bathroom, dude. I'll yeah, be, I, that, in a, that in a pillow. I'll be, <laughs> I'm just telling you right now, you know, uh, you know, 
the owners, JB and Tori and them, they, you know, obviously with the Don's owners. The beverage, yeah. yeah I with love the beverage into, yeah. Right. So they're foodies and they drink, you know, we carry on and we, we have a lot of different beer testings and stuff. And so he's got a, they have a different palate than I do. And so there's some of these beers. It's like, I just look at it and I read what's in it and I'm like, yeah, I don't need that. Is That's that a, not going to go steak? well for nah. Yeah. Is that yeah. a steak? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, that no, that's uh, so no. So uh, Owen and, and his group up there, we really appreciate it, guys. Thank you so much. Uh, it's going to work out well for the Halloween weekend. And if I was driving for my vacation next week, it would be nice to take those along with me. However, I'm going to be flying on the doesn't ever leave the airport program next week. Actually, Sunday, Halloween, Halloween, Cam, I am going to be on an airplane. If there is ever a time that something could go wrong, it could be on Halloween while I'm on an airplane. But yes, so while you're racing, I'm going to go enjoy some sunshine and uh, enjoy myself greatly, immensely, and any other synonym that I could come up with to describe how much fun I plan on having on the coast with the waves and the sun for sure won't be huntington beach i was gonna say beach cab now you'll understand why i live where i live but you know is that what it'll take that's what it'll take yeah all right well hey let's just dive off into this because i i mean my son smoking them at the the okay did did we did my thing is is do we i didn't get the press release in my inbox for his uh performance out there so i'm wondering (laughs) if the pr guy got fired over the weekend (laughs) the the pr guy got a little busy over the weekend but no jet had his first uh it's called a stasis bike or stacy bike um they're like these little e-bikes these little electric bikes that uh all it's like the new rage for little kids that are soon to be motocross stars i guess but right they're, they're really big around here and they have so i didn't realize how big it really was up until this weekend but um there was quite a, a tour for these bikes um as i'm learning rather rapidly uh so there's they had this thing called the moto beach classic down just down the street from our house at the uh, bolsa chica beach and uh, i was like oh i'll take jet there on saturday because uh, he'll like it because there's moto stuff. And I mean, he's all into that. <clears throat> we'll just cruise around over there. And uh, and I was like, oh, shit, they have a Stasic race. So I'll just, it's 30 bucks. I'll sign him up. No problem. He's never raced. He just turned three, whatever. It's ages three to eight. He'll be fine. He'll be just fine. Um, so, of course, we go there and I get there at like 6 a.m. and it's raining and um, do the full, full shebang and hang out all day and like, he did a practice qualifying heat and a main and he did exceptionally well for how little he was and the equipment that he was on. We'll just put it at that. Cause let me tell you something there, Don, I Are learned, you behind. I am way behind. I learned rapidly that this is, um, you want to talk, you think junior dragsters are bad or you think, Little league baseball is bad. Holy shit. I'm like sitting there going like, and mind you jets bike is like literally brand new, like out of the box. Like I haven't done anything to it. Like other than charge the battery and let him ride it. And, um, and he still can barely hardly touch the ground on the thing. Like he literally just turned three. So he's a little shit out there. And I'm like, okay, I mean, he'll be all right. It'll just be his first one. Like whatever. Like, I mean, so he goes out there and they have these bikes. There's a 12 inch and a 16 inch. So there's two different ones and, you know, the older kids obviously race the 12 inch and the little kids race or 16 and 12. And so he's got the 12 inch. So we go out there and practice because they were behind because of the rain. So they put everybody out. Like there was literally like 35 or 40 kids like out on the track at once. It was kind of a mess, but so, but he was doing good. He was, you know, cruising around and passing kids and stuff. And it was just practice or whatever. And then we go to the heat race, which was just his 12 inch stuff and i'm like looking at some of these people and i'm like man that guy's really familiar like that's so-and-so's dad and with the grandkid like it's just they're all these moto people right <laughs> like i know who that is i knew who that is and uh it's like either they're, they're killing it yeah and i'm like okay cool i mean jet's holding his own and then i start looking at some of their their bikes in the heat race and there was like three there was 14 in his class 14 
or 15, I think. And um, in the heat race, he was like mid pack, you know, and everybody ahead of him was like smoking the rest of the field. I'm talking like lapped him by almost three laps. And I'm like, WTF, like, what am I missing here? Like, it's on the fastest setting, like his battery is charged. Like what, what's the deal? So then I start looking at these fools bikes and their batteries are like, they're basically like, imagine like a Milwaukee or like a DeWalt screw, like 18 volt battery. That's what they are. Well, these batteries are huge in comparison to what jet has. And I'm like, okay, okay. So they got, they got a different battery got going on. Li- we got, we yeah. got some lithium stuff going on right yes, now. Yes. They got the lithium battery and I'm like, okay, like I'll buy that. It's not cheating. We need it's to call just, Braille. Yeah. We, I just don't we need know. to call Braille up and get yeah. Braille involved. Braille yeah. battery. Gary, pay attention, dude. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. Like, I mean, I get it. Whatever. And so then I'm like looking again, and I'm like, those kids' bikes like don't look like jets. And I'm like looking at them, like, dude, some of them have like full disc brakes. Like, I mean, all lightened up. I'm like, oh my god. And mind you, these things are like 700 bucks, like stock. So. Um, is this, wait a minute, hold on. Let me interrupt. Is this the point where you realize that parents are the reason yes. why everything is jacked yes. up, right? Yes. Okay. I just, yeah. I want to, I want to, if you're that parent out there, yeah. this is why, this is why. Yeah. It was about that point in time where I went from, uh, jets, dad to moto dad in about two laps in the qualifying heat. <laughs> so, I mean, I went full, full-fledged um moto dad and so i'm like looking at all this stuff and like we go out there for the main event and same thing like he ended up I, they don't know there was literally kid they had transponders on them but some of the kids showed up late so that some of them didn't get transponders so they didn't really have results other than like the kid that you know the two kids that won um so but uh i uh, so i get you know he gets probably like sixth ish um and i'm like man, these kids are literally flying. Like, again, they're like three laps ahead of everybody else. He's like three kids. I'm like, let's start doing some research. And so I'm like, oh, okay. I see what's going on here. I get it. I see what they're doing. They're taking. So I told you there's a 16 inch bike. They're taking like, the, br- the brushless 16 inch motor and putting it putting in on the 12 inch and putting it yeah. on the 12 inch. And the lithium battery. And I'm like, well, no shit. So here I send Jet to his first race, you know, with a freaking rubber knife to a gunfight. And well, wait, wait, you mean you're a one run top fuel team uh, at an NHRA event? Uh, yes, sir. One not, run. Not, okay, not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> not anymore. But not anymore. <laughs> yeah, not anymore. So, yeah. So I, I learned quickly what what I needed to do. So needless to say, I got on the horn Monday morning. I'm talking to all these people like because I know people in the moto industry. It's like. Anyway, we got the we got the brushless motor on order. We got the full easy up with the sides on it with the Ferre Motorsports Jet Ferre oh, Moto graphics again. Yeah. You're your own worst enemy. Well, you're, dude. Uh, I, well, okay. So here's you went the, from start and park to to top ten. I'm just I, yeah. <laughs> I'm, well, because here's the thing. Like he has really good form and he did really good with what he had. So if he had what these other kids had, like he would have been up there too in the top three for sure. So needless to say, his next race is November 20th. And because there's a full series for these, if I wasn't going to Vegas, like you could literally race these things like two times a week. It's ridiculous. Oh my <laughs> God. So, but yeah, it, it, everything's on order and it's on its way. I got to billet, billet foot pegs and yeah, the whole uh, shebang. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. And but what again. killed me again, the reason why I'm doing all this, he loved it. Like he literally loved it. He had a grin ear to ear the whole day. And he comes off the track in the main event and he's like, he just puts his head down. Like, I think I, I posted one of the pictures on, on Facebook, but he's just like super bummed out. He wasn't crying, but he was just bummed. And he's like, dad, dad, I lost. And that was it. And I was like, oh, hell no. I said, Jed, that's not, oh, man. that's not your fault, buddy. But I told him, I said, it, cause he wants a trophy. That's his whole thing. He wanted a trophy. But oh, we, we, we live in a family that, participation trophies are are non-existent so he knows that so he knows that he needs to practice and train harder so he can get a trophy and dad needs to soup up his bike so once we get all the stuff back from when we come back from vegas it's game time wait till you see the transformation yeah we're bringing the motor home next time like we're we're oh god factory dude 
Yes, so. please send all of your constructive criticism to hate mail at racersandrentalcars.com for hey. Cameron Ferrace. Overkill of a three-year-old's <laughs> electric 12-inch bicycle. But here's the thing. I'm not overkill in comparison to everybody else. You should see the forums and all the crap they have online. Like these parents oh are my God. literally psychopaths. No. Oh, somebody come get their dad. Anyway, right, <laughs> one of the kids' bikes off. literally caught on fire, legit caught on fire in the staging area. And the guy in the PA was like, um, would number 74's dad please come to staging? Um, your bike's on fire. What does what does that tell you? Okay, it's at some point, okay? At some point, can we just dial it back a little bit? Let's dial I, it back. I agree. Just I wish it, I wish it was stock, but I obviously it's clearly an open class, and that's my own fault for not reading the rules properly. I guess and not knowing. Oh that my god! All this stuff existed. So, you know. and if anybody out there has any uh, therapist that they want to send uh, for sports psychology uh, for parents uh, and impacting their three-year-old kids, yeah. again, yeah. please send that to hate mail at racers and rental cars. Dot com and we'll get you started as a sponsorship for next week's show. Yeah. And if you and if you're looking for to sponsor a Stasic bike, you, know, you <laughs> can send those to hate mail at racers and rental cars too, because you know he's gonna be the next big thing. Just you watch. Oh uh, so so we're looking for a fire extinguisher company right now that <laughs> can put out uh you know see a fire uh, aid, fire yes. aid still around. Yeah, fire aid to put out the put out the uh, lithium battery yeah. uh for sure. So anyway, yeah, that was uh, my race report for last weekend. So now we're on to week three right. of, of our race tour of five Eric, weeks in a row. There we go. We're off. To, you're off to Vegas and we'll get a full report of two forays next week for all of you that well, want to no, tune in and think. Angie didn't get into to the national. She's racing the division. Oh, yeah. Wow. So. All right. So you'll have one of the best backup girls out there for. For this weekend. That's right. And her Vegas. car will be sitting in the pits with a sad face on it. <laughs> yeah. Anybody that wants to come by, I'm sure she'll be more than glad to take a uh, picture with you. Yeah. There sure. you go. Yeah. All right. Well, since we've got all the race reports out of the way and I'm, we're like, I think as we're recording this, I think we're like 43 days away from PRI. Not that I'm counting, but nonetheless, uh, we are. And only a week away from SEMA as we're well, actually uh, less than a week because we're recording on a Thursday. I think Seamus starting on Tuesday next week, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, sir. So, uh, so yeah, so a lot, it's trade show season. It's the off season. Uh, I'll, I'll be quite honest. I, I got a little motivated this morning while I was on the elliptical listening to PJ North, give him a shout out for his haters going to hate. There's some <laughs> lyrics in there about the winter time. Kind of, kind of resonated with me a little bit um, and some, some stalkers down in South Georgia that, that are going through transformation for, for next year. Cause you're going to have that haters going to hate. So uh, we'll, we'll see how that plays out, but nonetheless, let's get right back into it. Cause Hey, you can't, I guess you just can't have, I guess you can't do something wrong and, and take the whole silence approach. It won't last very long. Cause they're going to come right back at you the next week. And we're going to, break break the freaking internet again i guess um so if you tuned in last week and caught up or didn't catch up on what transpired for a certain bracket racer uh nhra bracket racer uh down in south georgia at the og million event that we talked about on the show last week i had a couple constructive criticisms that were sent to me one actually took the time out of their day to call and and tell me uh that uh Next time, I need to do a better Howard Cosell job of the play-by-play. So you, you know, see, we somebody we made talk- a cartoon of it. Yes, I know. So somebody, you know, I get we we talked about the fact that we weren't going to use names. So I just went that route, and someone told me I should have been like racer in the right lane, racer in the left lane, racer X, racer Y, so I could paint a picture, right? Because I'm supposed to be this announcer, and I didn't do a very good job, and I got ridiculed for it pretty good. Way to fail. Uh, as she, yeah, she gave me the business. Uh, so um, let's real quick recap. Uh, Racer X got some Scotties given to him from Racer Y in the shutdown area. He closed the gap to make the turn at the top end of the racetrack uh, about an eighth of a mile before the turn. I heard it, I heard <laughs> it was, there was, there was some scuffing. 
but I don't, I don't think, yeah, I don't think that, I think that's a, I mean, I, I don't know or neither here nor there. It's an opinion base, but I don't think there was any scuffing, but nonetheless. So that transpired. The internet broke last week with all of the perfect motorsports individuals that are out there in the, in the world of motorsports that own keyboards. And this week <laughs> as a uh, Monday afternoon, rapidly approached uh from the west coast to the midwest on the central time i had a text message that came to me that said rumor is blah 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 well 12 hours later it wasn't a rumor nhra leveled what i am going to consider in my time and i went back and looked so i'm gonna call it pre google error i could not find a heavier suspension, or let's say, let's not use the word suspension, punishment, a heavier punishment that was laid out than what NHRA, the headquarters in Glendora, sent a racer for his action, racer from South Georgia. Now, he was given a punishment, or I shouldn't say punishment again. He was given the requirements that he needed to attend anger management and his driver's license. Oh, wait a minute. Excuse me. His NHRA driver's license was going to be suspended for two years. It's not two years. That, it's one year in like a month. It's 2023, January 1st, 2023 or 2023. Uh, does it, is that not two years to you? No, this is 2021. See, I see. I do North Carolina, man. My phone says, bro, it's my phone. Says, it's November. See, it's basically November. Okay. So let's petition here, but that's like I a mean, year and a month. And generally well, there's not much racing going on in, you know, the Christmas months. So, well, I mean, you know, I'm just saying his, his calendar has got to turn to 2023 before he can race again. I'm just saying. Yeah. Okay. All right. So the professor from California, who decided to do math today? Nonetheless, okay, First time. yes, a, a year, a year and a month. You are correct. And the internet broke again. Uh, there's, I don't know. I, I, I'm baffled. We have we have had so many shows, and we're not the only show, right? There are other motorsports podcasts out there that have talked about this. And social media, right? So many lessons that can be learned. However, I don't think any of the lessons will be learned by some of the individuals that actually need to learn the lessons. I don't remember what episode it was. I was going to go back and look today, but whatever episode that I, we put out and we talked about, don't press send, don't hit enter. There is a lot of people that need to go read or listen to our show from that was that three years ago it's amazing to me carry the two uh yeah i think it was yeah three years ago. it was <laughs> right yeah so it just it kills me and, and do, i i mean you and i were exchanging some stuff back and forth i mean what what did you you're reading this right you you read the suspension or the punishment letter the announcement notice and then of course you just like me started getting your notifications on your phone for social media. So, I mean, what was your first, first impact? And then your continued thought process. If you were this racer, how would you, how would you be feeling right now? You've already, you know, let's, let's play this on the field. You've already felt horrible about your actions. Cause it, 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 it that 30 seconds or 90 seconds of anger when it subsided, and the adrenaline rushed back through and your, and your heart rate calmed down, you then realized the severity of your actions and the significance of it. And here we are, we're, we're recording. This is two weeks later. I mean, you've, you've thought, you've had some significant conversations. You've probably done some significant soul searching and self-assessment, I would think. So now you're getting it, Cam. What 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 are you thinking over there? I you you want my first reaction or like what? I don't think uh, what NHRA did was a bad thing at all. 
I think there's certain there there's certain things that uh now this is just my personal opinion. I I don't know said racer personally. I don't know any buddy other than just what I've read on the internet and what the suspension was and what actually transpired. There's like you can get fined for throwing a punch or whatever or MF in somebody or what I mean I'll even say it. like I've been in a situation I've I've spoken with all of NHRA's legal department. I've had many a meetings with them. Like I've been in these situations. But at the end of the day, like I'll even use Steven my situation as an example that I will chalk that up as a heated like thing that, yeah, he shouldn't have done it. And he knows that. And we all know, like, I mean, right. Words were exchanged or whatever, like, you know, and a slap or whatever you want to call it happened, but he didn't try to drive his car into me and put me into the wall and put my life and, or my equipment in danger. Now, Sure, people say, well, yeah, you know, you should have sued him for assault and all that. Like, I'm not that guy. You're barking up the wrong tree. But that's where, like, there's things that people, you should just know as a person. I'm sorry, I don't care how you were raised or whatever. You should know that driving your car into somebody else in the drag racing world, it's not a good play. You're, you're not going to win that fight. So they, ha- and being at an NHRA track, they had to hand down some sort of something is my perspective and my thought on the situation. Now, are they going to enforce it? Cause everybody says, Oh, he's a bracket racer. You have a license and all this crap. I believe that it comes to a bigger situation in that aspect, because then you get like sanctioning bodies involved and you get all these other things that can really muddy the waters and I have a feeling that they're probably going to have to honor it. I mean, at in, in any of these big money bracket races that are held at an NHRA track, let's just say the fling, I really couldn't see the promoters of the, uh, let's just say the fling saying, oh no, said Razor, it's fine. We're going to jeopardize all of what we're doing just so you can race. That's not going to happen. Now, is this person remorseful is a person, I mean, do people make mistakes and can you accept apologies? Yes. I, I'm the kind of guy that I understand that people make mistakes and like you can accept an apology from it, but you still kind of have to be responsible for your own actions. And people say, Oh, well said person's getting ridiculed on the internet and blah, blah, blah. Well, look at poor Steve. (laughs) Like he still gets hated on, 24 seven from our thing two years ago. Right. What are you going to do? Like, and he just, you just kind of have to like laugh it off or whatever. I mean, that's in a situation like that. Yeah. It may be a spur of the moment, but you have to live with your actions. So, I mean, I mean, I, I hate for this person that apparently it's what he does for a living. I mean, I hate for Steve that everybody hates on him all the time. Like, I mean, him and I were perfectly fine. Like we talk all the time. Like, so it's like, yes, you can get over it. And yes, this person probably apologized to whoever he did it to. I mean, I don't know if there was something that preempted this situation. Like did they get in an argument or something at the, like he lost a round. Right. And that's why he was pissed. Yeah. After flickering the bulb and doing all the shit that he did. I think he was more upset about the Scotties being given to him in the shutdown area. Got to clean your car out, but whatever. (laughs) (laughs) But hey, but again, is that endangering him or is that is that potentially going to harm him? No, it's not. I mean, there's people that anger you. Yeah, of course it's going to anger you. Yeah. And then you can maybe yell at him and you can get in a verbal altercation. But using your car as a weapon, like, I don't really think that's cool. So that's just my personal opinion. But I mean, I'm sure somebody will ridicule me for that. So. I mean, but unfortunately we live in a social media era. I mean, yeah, maybe in the nineties when everybody said, Oh, well, you know, this stuff didn't happen back then. And well, you know what? I hate to break it to you guys as much as everybody loves social media. Everybody hates social media too. Look at all the poor people that have lost their jobs or lost their, their livelihoods or their careers or whatever, because they said something wrong 10 years ago that somebody nowadays doesn't like. So that's, that's my 
my theory. Did they have to do something? Absolutely. Was it harsh? Mm, no, I don't think so. I mean, it's a year. I mean, he can he can come back racing when his time is up. So that's my opinion. All right. So Don's gonna. Well, Don's gonna I, I don't. Well, no, I there's you had some really good <clears throat> points, and I I guess. I'm going to take it from the business side first. So first and foremost, um, NHRA sanctioned tracks have NHRA insurance and coverage. Right. They NHRA sanctioned tracks, even during a private lease and things of that nature, a promotion event, they still have to follow NHRA for RSO for the safety racing safety organization as far as the rules go. So NHRA not doing something, okay? Let's say from that standpoint, them not doing something and one of their insurance umbrella associates seeing it on social media and going to them and saying, what are you going to do about this? This is an insurance issue. Is it a sportsmanship issue? Yes. But as a corporation, a, a corporation that was founded on bringing racing and keeping it safe off of the streets to the racetrack, it was an insurance issue, first and foremost. No different than when Top Sportsman and Top Dragster went from six flat to 610. It's an insurance deal. Yep. Okay. So let's 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 hammer out the business aspect that everybody kind of like muddles and doesn't really give its justification to first. Let's get that out of the way. All right, that's over with. If you and if you if you want to argue, fill up the inbox, hate mail racersandrentalcars.com. Go ahead. Just I, I got nothing but time next, or I got nothing but time Sunday while I'm on a plane flying. I'll read through them. Second. Yes, something had to be done. I don't, you know, in the military, we have a, a, an underlying thing that we say it's easier to ask for forgiveness than it is to ask for permission. Uh, it didn't always work out our way when we went that way. Sometimes it did. Sometimes it did. Okay. What he did was wrong. He figured it out and realized it probably about a third of the way down the return road back to the trailer again once your adrenaline and you go huh that was really dumb of me to do that okay we we've all done dumb stuff okay okay the the only difference here is that we added a couple characteristics of a race car at a hundred and some odd miles an hour maybe possibly in the shutdown area we which is a weapon Right. Okay. And, and for the people, again, I heard this on, on Luke and Jed, somebody, somebody had posted, he tried to wreck him. Okay. Look, if he wanted to wreck him, he was close enough. He could have wrecked him. Let's let, let's not, let's make sure that when, when we say things like that, and when you're angry, there's still a little bit of reason in your mind. He wasn't going to wreck him. I'm sure he was top gunning it and keeping up foreign relations. Uh, but at the same time, was he inverted? We need he, uh, he, no, but he was side by side. <laughs> uh, you know, what, what did Goose say? About two meters? I yeah. think. <laughs> okay. So um, he, he knows. And, and, and I think, like what you're saying, I give credit to that. I get there's, there's definitely validity to the fact that Steve, you know, take, let's take your situation. Steve Torrance takes ridicule on social media and is going to, it is net. It, it will dissipate at some point. Probably does this individual, is he going to have to withstand it? Absolutely. Is it a laughable moment? Absolutely not. It needs to be given, and I would say Torrance's is not a laughable moment either. You it need you need to be when somebody brings it up to you as much as you want to dismiss it, not give it its due, or the or the comment from the individual or the time of that individual. 
if as long as they're not being rude and disrespectful about it, okay, foul mouth or whatever, then you have to take that. That's part of your rehabilitation of understanding the the significance of your actions. And none of us like that. None of us. I mean, because we are right. I, I, I mean, the kid's a good racer. He's a really good racer. And, and quite honestly, if you take this one incident and set it aside, he's still a good person. Right. Well, and okay. You, I'm going to stop you and say and, it too. Like a lot of people say, oh, well, he's a, he's a professional racer. This is what he does for a living. How's he going to make a, make a living? I mean, if I went to the school or somewhere and tried to do something like that, I probably wouldn't have a job either. So, right. No, absolutely. No, I'm with you. you. Know, and but, hey, I, I, I'm with you with that. And look, at, look at Kyle. Look at Kyle Larson. He made a mistake. Did he have a job the next day? Nope. No, but what here's, here's where somebody sent me that. And I'm here's where, here's where that argument doesn't, doesn't hold. Okay. NASCAR is a sanctioning body suspended Kyle Larson. He did not get banned from all the other racing associations. They welcomed him with open arms and he went racing. The problem is, is in drag racing world with NHRA and who their insurance umbrella agent is, who their writer is, that is going to make it as I, and I'm going to say this and you can quote me on it, damn near impossible for that racer to go anywhere in the country and race for anything substantial that is going to allow him to, to consider this still a profession. Okay. Because. But in who, retrospect, doesn't say he can't go go-karting or drive a sprint car or anything else. I, right. I'm not, I'm not, we're not going to argue that. I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> gonna, no, I'm I, not I know, what I, I get what you're saying. Yes. It's, it's, right. it's very unfortunate so, that drag racing sanctioning wise is really, there's only one key player. Well, and they've locked it up that way with the insurance and the membership of the racetracks. And they are they They are. They are the ring bearer. They are the Taj Mahal. They've got it. Now, here's where I'm, I, you know, good. He's going to anger management classes. I mean, they, it, that's a standard thing. I don't know what year it changed, but I, I remember the first time in my military career that I got sent to anger management classes. Yeah, that's probably like, like an insurance thing, though. That's it totally could be. All right. But as a society, when people have tempers, they get sent. Here's where I'm going to just jump off and say, OK, here's where the problems in lie. We have some significant inconsistencies. In a consistent rule book of punishments. So when I was looking back, trying to figure out who had gotten a stiffer penalty than this racer, uh, there was one racer that got fined four grand for, for yelling, swearing at an NHRA official. Okay. Um, Do you know that I only found one incident where a professional driver was suspended? And I honestly, and honestly, by the verbiage, eh, I guess a, a good lawyer could make an argument that it was a suspension. But I, eh. yeah, can you remember? Wasn't that long ago? No. I will tell you this. He's not. There's going to be two that's <coughs> going to come to your mind. One of them is not the individual that you're thinking about. <coughs> but I'm going to say that this individual is no longer racing. What Basemore? And it was with it, no. <laughs> when did Wet Basemore get suspended? I don't know. I just only think wow, popped, was, what, what popped in my head is when him and Forrest got in a fight or whatever. Like I didn't know him and Caps. Was it Caps? I thought he got in a fight I'm with Forrest too. I don't. What didn't? What did? What didn't? He didn't. You know, he didn't mince words. Alan Johnson, pro stock Alan Johnson. Oh, yeah. Remember his Bristol? Al- his alcohol thing. Oh, that was Denver. Was it Denver or Bristol? It was Denver. Because it was the, that's why it was a big thing. Because it was the Dodge Mile High Nationals and he was the Dodge Pro Stock car. Okay. So, but we can fight. Yeah. We can fight. 
Yeah. Right. We, 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 we can. And, and, and somebody, somebody told me a couple people did as this banter went on between text messages that as far as NHRA is concerned from a business model, nobody pays money to show up in the stands to watch sportsman racers. They are expendable. It's why we do not punish with suspensions for pro racers. So what that tells you is, if I'm a good lawyer, based on precedent, Cam, you can do whatever you want to, dude. As long as your checkbook's got enough, as got as enough as, ink in it. As long as you can pay the fine. As long as you can pay the fine. And right now, the highest fine I've seen, 10 grand. Torrance got fined, what, 25? Yeah. 25. Yep. So I, I, it, that's, that's my big thing. Right. And I, and it's really because I'm a military guy, everybody in the military got treated with a level of consistency, right? Now, don't get me wrong. There was a level of consistency for officers and there's a level of consistency for enlisted and non-commissioned officers. But if you're in that rank, that's where your level of consistency is. And I feel like we, we, feel like we get a, a little off course sometimes, but nonetheless, something had to be done. NHRA did something. I feel like the racers should go uh, enroll in anger management and, and be remorseful. We all make mistakes. That was a horrible mistake. It could have been a horrific mistake. But I promise you that I, I believe genuinely that with sincerity that he is remorseful for it. And he understands the significance of it. Oh, I'm sure he is. You know, so um, we'll, we'll, we'll just, I promise you that the internet will break the day of the double O shit show gets the email or the photo of his license being reinstated. It, it'll break again. And, and, and at that point, I'll probably post the same thing on my social media feed. I never knew there were so many perfect people in the world of motorsports. I just never knew that there's so many perfect people. We've never made mistakes. You've never made mistakes. You've never wronged somebody. You've never done something wrong. You never had to apologize or feel remorseful for anything that you've done in your life. Um, I would tell you to have some humility and realize that uh, your, your fingers on your keyboard, my friend, uh, I mean, somebody said something about a, a certain race promoter uh, back in his younger day, following somebody back to the pits and uh, laying down a, uh, a good, good old fashioned UFC after uh, they had some uh, antics in the shutdown area. Um, I, you know, I think, uh, you know, we had the whole deal. Who was we had that troll? Back, what was that, 18, 17 or 18, that trolled Eric and Enders on social media for so long uh, when the elite group was was uh, struggling and, like, was saying some really rude, disrespectful comments. Uh, and, and I think, uh, I, you know, I think that individual uh, realized at that point that, you know, you can't, you can't stop some fists flowing well, with a keyboard. You, it, so be a human because you're still going to have to own up for what it is that you, that you spew between your lips and your tongue. So, um, and there, and there's a couple, there's a couple out there. Yeah. Y'all just better be, be, be grateful that there's uh hu humans and, and they are mature in adults. Cause some of y'all need to have a little attitude adjustment out behind the woodshed uh, for sure. But uh, no, that's uh well, like I said, broke the internet again. I can only wait and see what happens at, at Vegas, Vegas this weekend. It'll break the internet. We got Martinsville with NASCAR. I'm hoping, I am hoping Saturday night that I am going to see some fisticuffs from some playoff racers. And we'll have that to talk about next week. Why we're recording while I'm in Florida. And I just hope that you don't double bulb somebody and we got to stuffle down there in the shutdown area at Las Vegas Motor Speedway. Oh my God. Well, with the, <laughs> well within the rules.
Well within the rules. <laughs> well within it. Just saying. Totally just saying. But no, it's, I mean, what what are we going to talk about? I mean, we got to have something, right? And, and that's, that's well, what goes on. Well, hopefully it won't be me that you have to talk about. Do we, do unless, look, unless okay. it's me and you're like, oh my gosh, Cameron won a round or something like right? that. Look, now we're if, you went, if you went around, just do me a favor. There'll be fireworks Make, going off. Okay. I mean, just don't, don't run off the end of the racetrack. Run towards Amanda <laughs> or, or Jamie, whomever is doing the interview. Run towards her. Run yeah. towards them. I'm going to grab the mic and I'm going to say, I want an extra 30 seconds because I didn't get it in Bristol. <laughs> exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. No, but no, it's give it's me the gonna mic. Be, it's it's gonna be a good week. I I'm I'm gonna let you finish, <laughs> but that music video. <laughs> Just kidding, Kanye. Right, yeah. right, exactly. Yeah, for sure. You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna take take the mic from Taylor. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but no, we're gonna look forward to a great weekend. It's the end of the year. There's a lot going on. I feel like we still got some silly season noise that that may 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 come out during SEMA. I've heard so many rumors about it. I hope that it's coming out. I would like to see J.R. Todd and Cruz Pendergon have to match up here as we're going down to the wire into Pomona. Um, I'd like to see them fall on the ladder two races in a row. <laughs> I would love that because I think it's just great. Uh, I think it's awesome. Uh, we don't, we won't have, I'm sure we'll have the battle with Kevin Harvick and Chase Elliott for NASCAR, uh, but we also have some Kyle Bush and Bubba Wallace. Uh, fiascos going on and the the social media and twitter is has been strong the past two weeks uh that being said let's talk a little bit about marketing and f1 um that was kind of what i was happy about reading on the internet twitter and everything uh sunday and monday was nascar and the f1 communities going back and forth with each other about who was better and uh, the TV ratings, it, and it just, it was awesome to, to read that, that kind of banter that went on in uh, congrats to F1. Uh, I mean, they had a massive crowd down there. Yeah, they did. Uh, for, for this past weekend, massive. Like 140,000 I heard or something. It was huge. Yeah. H- however. I think that's something that, that gets overshadowed when they say, well, NASCAR doesn't have that. Okay. Well, if we only had three F1 races, if we only had three NASCAR races a year in the United States, the attendance would look like that. Absolutely. Yeah. And so that's uh, why I feel I like kind there's of feel- too many drag races. There's there many we go. Nah, that's, I, I feel like we have too many doubles in locations and I, I feel like it could it could benefit. Um, I don't you could see NASCAR. drop it to sixteen to eighteen like tomorrow, and it would help. It would totally help. It's going to help on the sponsorship side. It's going to help on the the actual expense side of the business model for the race teams. Uh, it's a, but the thing is, is you've got so many of these tracks that are owned underneath the conglomerates, and they're not family owned anymore. And so that's where the where the business model comes in and it gets diluted. Um, I, it's tough. That is, that is a tough deal. Uh, the NASCAR events, that's the TV package, the TV pack, like the fans that were in Kansas in the stands. Oh my God. But it's Kansas city chiefs football. Uh, you know, another podcast, the door bumper clear guys brought it up and it was a legitimate comment. And it makes sense. You're in the Midwest. Harvest season started about four weeks ago. These farming farming towns and areas and regions, they're working. They ain't got time to go watch no race for four hours or six hours or hang out for a weekend. They, they're working. Um, and I think sometimes the sanctioning bodies and the racetrack organizations, they miss out on some of their population or demographics reviews for when they place races, uh, what time of the year and other events that are going on. So um, hopefully Vegas will be huge. I mean, SEMA shows in town, it's back. That's a huge, huge thing for the, for the automotive high performance. Uh, it doesn't matter which category, off-road, motocross, car shows, drifting, whatever, imports. 
uh, SEMA shows back. Same way, you know, following the Vegas Nationals. So hopefully there'll be a lot of companies, uh, executives that came into town early to, to hang out in Vegas. Uh, I'm sure the Volkswagen community is going to be strong for Empy this year at the SEMA show. I heard, I heard they got, got some... I heard they got some kid that used to be an actor that's going to sign autographs. I don't, I, whatever. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. They said he was they in got, a movie or something. They got a child star, uh, ex child star washed up to sign autographs in their booth Wednesday and Thursday. <laughs> Come check it out. Is that what it yeah. is? That what it is? There you go. There you go. But no, it's going to be a huge week. Uh, Motorsports. We're coming down to the wire, starting to get cold. Folks, do us a favor. If there are certain things, don't hesitate. Send us a text. Shoot us a Facebook message, Instagram. Drop a hate mail at racersandrentalcars.com. Let us know. It's the winter. We are going to have nothing but time, but time to talk about what the world of motorsports and what's going on. But uh, that being said, Cam, dude, I'm going to start packing a suitcase because I got a trip to Florida. So don't be hating next week when this podcast, when we record and it drops and you guys are going, why is O'Neill so happy? I promise you that it'll have something to do with sunshine waves. Cause he's had more than one white claw. High noon sunsips, black cherry, mango, peach at high, at high noon sunsips, drop them a line, tell them that you think they should be involved with racers and rental cars podcast. We greatly appreciate it. <laughs> But I am going to have some fun. I, I get to hang out with really good friends for a week. I mean, really. Like, am I? So, does anybody else consider their owners like their best friends? <laughs> Would I be the I, only one? I love when JV listens to this and I have to give him a shout out every time because I just love that you're Don's handler and you're Don's owner. He's no, no, no. He's my owner. Name. Oh, Tori is. I, I mean, Tory too. Yeah. Well, JB and Tory. Just Tory's I mean, just Tory. Well, Tory's probably the boss. I'm I'm sure of that. But anyway. My 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 buddy Nate calls her the first lady. That's what he calls her. <laughs> she's the she's she's the first lady. No, but we are. We are gonna go hang out in Florida. I am going to uh have an awesome time. I am going to look forward to it. And uh I'm gonna wish you the best of luck this weekend to you, you and the Peyton crew. Guys, go out there, knock it dead. We'll be watching you uh, from back here and down there <laughs> come Sunday night. And uh, hope, hopefully we're going to see you turn on a couple wind lights while you're out there in Vegas. We know you got the equipment to do it. That'd sure be nice. So, I would love to do that. All right, Cam. Well, dude, you get out of here. Get to Vegas. Yeah, be I got to go safe. pack a Have suitcase, a weekend. administer a midterm, and then maybe I'll think about going to uh, Vegas. Well, qualifying doesn't start till tomorrow. You're good. Yep. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. All right. Later. Let's put it-